Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as this is a Monday podcast episode where we focus on a specific astrological theme or topic. And today we're going to be looking at the energies of the transiting outer planets and how they showed up for you in 2022. Now the outer planets are Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, and they are connected with the bigger changes we move through in our lives. They are connected with significant life changes, with things that change us deeply and permanently, where areas of our life are rearranged, where we have to practice letting go or detaching. We often have bigger energetic experiences with these transiting outer planets, and we also have opportunities for more growth as well as working with higher levels of consciousness. So we'll be discussing the energies of transiting Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto in today's show. And if you recall, last Monday on December 12th, we discussed the energies of transiting Jupiter, Saturn, and Chiron throughout 2022. So my intention with this topic is to help you see how these energies were working with you this year, what came about, what you moved through, what was perhaps triggered or ignited in you that then led to perhaps a new chapter, new areas of growth, or even some new choices in your life. And because hindsight is such a wonderful teacher, I was thinking this would be a great way to look back on these particular astrological energies in your life in 2022. And so you may want to reference your natal astrology chart here as we go through the energies of each transiting planet. And we will start by discussing the energies of transiting Uranus and Taurus, which began the year at 10 degrees of Taurus and moved to 18 degrees of Taurus, where it's stationed retrograde August 24th and 25th. Uranus in Taurus covered eight degrees in your natal chart, and whichever house Uranus is moving through is where change is happening. Things are being shook up. There are surprises and sudden developments. There's things that can be fast moving. It just happens all of a sudden, and then you have to work with the changes. Uranus in Taurus has been an earthquake essentially to the Taurus themes of stability, consistency, reliability. And here comes Uranus shaking the ground, actually giving us opportunities to look at what has been stagnant or stuck, how to basically elevate these parts of our lives, how to make drastic changes ready or not. And that's one thing that Uranus does stir up is that there can be very quick unexpected developments that maybe catch you off guard. But the higher intention of Uranus is to evolve us, is to show us more options, more choices, more ways of doing things that perhaps we weren't even aware of. So this Uranus in Taurus has potentially been shaking the ground in your life or in your energy in some capacity. And you would really be feeling it if you have any planets or points between 10 to 18 degrees of the earth signs, 
earth signs being Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn, these would have been changes that you would have felt moved you forward. And because this could have been a trine to any planets or points in Virgo or Capricorn, it could have felt like you're ready. You're ready for these changes. You want this part of your life to shift. You're ready for however this shows up. Now, Uranus is often about independence. It's where you are learning to do something your own way on your own terms. You don't want to be told what to do. Uranus is the energy frequency of how we're really stepping into more of our individual expression, how we're learning to stand stronger in our unique energy fields, and how we want to do things in a new, a different way that could even be challenging at first, that could push you out of a comfort zone and push you into some places in yourself that don't feel quite secure or stable yet. So with this energy of Uranus in Taurus throughout 2022, we had a lot of transiting energies here really showing us what needed to be changed and where there were parts of ourselves that maybe came out suddenly or unexpectedly. Like you could have surprised yourself through this Uranus energy this year. You could have been really astonished at what you realized or what came up or what came about that you didn't see coming. Again, Uranus is often about rebellion, revolution, disruption, liberation, and so it definitely shakes the apple cart. So throughout 2022, Uranus was strong because Uranus was conjunct the north node in Taurus at 18 degrees for the second half of July and into August. And this was a period of time when the universe was revealing to you more of what you were ready to understand and know about yourself and your needs. This could have even been a time when you were sent off on a new trajectory, when there were developments that came about, there were things that came up that were revealed to you. It could have been very sudden and unexpected but because the energy of Uranus was working with the North Node, the North Node is our growth. It's what we're learning and developing. And in Taurus, we're learning how to really be in our self-worth, our personal value, to really connect with what we need to live a meaningful life. And so the conjunction to the North Node would have also been some type of freedom there could have been something that blasted open or released you from an area pattern or routine where you were stuck. This energy of Uranus was designed to really show you more of what you need and what you want and also to liberate you from anything that would have been holding you back. So as Uranus was conjunct the North Node, it was opposing the South Node in Scorpio, freeing you from karmic ties, from things that no longer serve you, perhaps even from areas of disempowerment that you weren't previously aware of. So Uranus conjunct the North Node was igniting a new spark within us, especially at a cellular level. 
It was also advancing us spiritually because this is the energy of awakenings. And you could have felt some drastic openings in your third eye chakra. You could have felt a desire to really do something new and fresh, even a change of course, a change of something in your life path. So in your natal chart, you'd want to identify Again, where Uranus traveled this year between 10 and 18 degrees of Taurus, but particularly at that 18 degrees of Taurus point, as this is where it was conjunct the North Node, opening up a new unexpected pathway and showing you how you can use your energy in a different way going forward. Now, Uranus was also big in this year's eclipses. And it's interesting because Uranus is already very much the same frequency as eclipses, where there are life changes. We switch into new trajectories and into new timelines. We understand that we can always grow and do something new, do something fresh. And so this was a year where Uranus energy was very dynamic, very big, and that can be overwhelming at times as well. That could feel like you just have so much more going on. You're feeling more within your energy system. You could even feel a lack of stability, a lack of steadiness when there is strong Uranus energy. So it's been a year where we've had to really develop more of our internal core strength. Wherever you've had this transiting Uranus and Taurus in your chart, You've had to stabilize within. You've had to find a steadiness so that you can handle these bigger energies and changes and shifts while being able to come back to yourself, coming back into the core of your energy without feeling like you're pulled apart, which is something Uranus can do. It can feel like parts of you are being removed or you're being disassembled. And it can feel like a lot, especially for your nervous system and for your desire to figure it out. So Uranus is connected to the higher mind. It's the higher octave of Mercury. And in fact, that's what's really fascinating as we discuss these outer planets is that each of them is connected to a personal planet. So Uranus is the higher octave of Mercury. Think of it as the big brother to Mercury. And it is showing us more of what we can create, what we can bring together, what we can move towards. Uranus is actually wildly creative, but the creativity comes through chaos, comes through things being dismantled in order to be recreated. And so because it's the higher octave of Mercury, it could feel like there was a lot in your head that you couldn't find an answer to. You didn't know the path. You weren't even sure what to do next. And that's part of how the outer planets take us out of our human skill set, expand us into greater co-creation powers with the universe and ask us to go higher and to not be locked into what we see, especially at the pedestrian level or at the everyday human level. Uranus raises us up into some very higher frequencies and asks us to tap into the power of creating from this space. So this transiting Uranus and Taurus could have ignited more creative abilities within you. 
In Taurus, there's a desire to enjoy the five senses, to do something new that perhaps excites you, overwhelms you, pushes you to your limits. Uranus will push you to the edge and ask you to jump off the edge just to have the experience and to see what you're made of. And so this transiting Uranus and Taurus could have shown you what you're made of this year as it's moved between 10 and 18 degrees of Taurus in your chart. And if you have planets or points in the fixed signs, the fixed signs being Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius, then this Uranus and Taurus was really shaking the ground, pushing you to make changes, requiring you to make changes. And sometimes the fixed signs resist. Actually, I shouldn't say sometimes. Oftentimes, the fixed signs resist change until you're truly ready. So there could have been things that developed really quickly, caught you off guard. You didn't think it would happen that fast or it would unravel that way. You also maybe were surprised in a good way. But this Uranus energy working with the fixed planets would have created significant life changes, would have perhaps closed down one path and opened another. It also could have felt like something bigger was out of your control. And this also plays into the eclipse energies throughout 2022. So Uranus, if it was a big player in your chart this year, you could have felt like you were on a lot of roller coasters, that it was hard to stabilize yourself, but know that nothing lasts forever. And Uranus moves ahead in 2023 into new territory in Taurus, but it is still disrupting these Taurus parts of our life that we thought were stable and secure. Uranus also had a conjunction with Mars in Taurus and both were working with the North Node and that was basically adding gasoline to a fire that was escalating things quickly or accelerating us as well. I feel like overall this Uranus in Taurus really showed us more of our uniqueness, what we really want in our lives, how we've separated out timelines, how we're moving on our own unique path even more and we're developing the self-worth to do so. And this is what you could feel as well with this Uranus and Taurus is that your value system is being dismantled so that you can recreate it. Perhaps you're even sensing that in your sense of personal value and self-worth where something challenged you or made you feel less than and now the universe is helping you rebuild it, restructure it, bring in the reassurance that what you're putting back together is even stronger, clearer, and more authentically you. And so we've definitely had a very big year with this transiting Uranus energy. Now, moving on to Neptune in Pisces, where it began the year at 20 degrees of Pisces and traveled to 25 degrees of Pisces, where it stationed retrograde the end of June. Now, Neptune is in its rulership in Pisces. This means it's extra strong and powerful. It's in its home turf. And so there's a natural synergy here with Neptune and Pisces, where we're understanding more of our ability to trust our feelings, to listen to our intuition, to open up to our spiritual gifts, and to understand that that is a beautiful navigation tool for us to trust 
during our physical experience in this reality. Neptune in Pisces is what we can't see, but it's what we feel. It's what we sense. It's what we feel is opening up and being experienced. And this is directly connected to expanding our crown chakras, to working with more of our energetic selves and our intuitive selves, to understand that we are designed to integrate these parts of ourselves into our life and how we can trust them even more. Basically what we can trust before we see it, but we feel it or we sense it. And it's the power of those feelings that can be very beneficial for us at times. And so Neptune and Pisces is also showing us where we can go into these higher realms and simply trust a process before we know any answers or have any specifics. This is the energy of detaching from the physical world, stepping back from what our ego wants, what our mind is planning, stepping back from parts of ourselves that may be very ingrained in our physical reality. Neptune and Pisces is reminding you that you're more than just this physical body. You're more than just your mind and your individual sense of self. In fact, you are a beautiful energy field that's connected to all that is. But Neptune and Pisces is where we have to let go and it's where we have to detach and we don't get our way, meaning we don't get our human way. We're learning to work with spiritual will. And in this energy signature, in fact, our human faculties are often not as powerful, meaning we can plan and do everything possible to prepare, but this is where spiritual will is more impactful. Neptune and Pisces is where our spiritual selves are running the show. Our higher self is guiding us forward. And so with this energy, there have been parts of your life that maybe have felt out of your control, overwhelming, perhaps even disappointing, because this is where we're learning to work with our spiritual abilities even more. So look in your chart between 20 and 25 degrees of Pisces, as this is where Neptune and Pisces has been moving through your chart, asking you to detach, asking you to step back, to not try to muscle through or expect yourself to have it all figured out. Neptune in Pisces is where we have to be okay with the flows of life, allowing something to come in as well as allowing it to leave. And this Neptune in Pisces can bring up the parts of ourselves that don't want to let go. It can show us where we have unprocessed grief where we have big emotions, where there's things within us that are fighting to hold on and to not lose control or to not lose your grasp on something. So the Neptune and Pisces energies can be a lot for our human minds at times. It can feel like life is unfair. Neptune and Pisces can be where you experience a lot of emotions. You feel like giving up. I can't do this anymore. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. You could feel depressed and discouraged. And all of this is showing you where there are new energies that can come through to guide you forward, but they won't be connected to your humanness, meaning they're connected to how you co-create with spirit, how you can go higher on your spiritual path, how you can really practice self-compassion. 
So wherever Neptune and Pisces is moving through your chart, that's where we're learning to be gentle with ourselves, to let ourselves off the hook for what we can't control or what we can't do in a way that we expected. This is where we're learning to go easier on ourselves, even when there's an internal struggle around that. Now, Neptune is the higher octave of Venus, and so it is connected to spiritual love, spiritual compassion, how we're going easy on ourselves when we don't have it all figured out, we don't know all the answers. Neptune and Pisces shows how we deal with loss how we deal with permanent transitions and saying goodbye. And of course, this is about grief and letting go. And so there can be this beautiful emotional flow that we step into. Neptune and Pisces is also about creativity and how you're trusting your intuition to make something more beautiful or to perhaps give it life, give it form. What can you bring into your reality that lifts up your energy? But how can you also keep it open? Because part of the Neptune and Pisces energy signature is that there does need to be room to flow and move so that the energy isn't trapped or locked in. Neptune in Pisces is basically the universe showing us where we're undergoing our biggest spiritual lessons at this time, where we're learning to move through an experience even when we feel that full surrender is necessary. And this is where in your life and in this year, you were required to just step back and let something go. You had to perhaps move into some higher spiritual practices. You had to go into some new places in yourself to deal with the emotions that came up or the feelings that you were moving through. Neptune in Pisces wants us to unravel parts of our self-identity that maybe we've been locked into. And Pisces being the very last sign of the zodiac is about completions, endings, letting go. And it can also reveal where you're closing out karmic chapters. So where you have transiting Neptune and Pisces is where you're learning to unravel perhaps from previous spiritual lessons or old karmic patterns that you've outgrown, that you're done with. And so can you set yourself free? Can you set yourself free and trust that there is a new chapter, trust that there is a new direction, a new opportunity, a new something, even if it's not here yet? And because this Neptune in Pisces is moving through the third decan of Pisces and the very final degrees of the full zodiac wheel, it signifies bigger endings and completions are underway. And this is going to be the case for the next few years as Neptune continues through the final degrees of Pisces. So we're moving through some very significant energies here that are also revealing to us more of our Pisces energetic imprint. And I feel like this is the energy that's traveled with us through the age of Pisces. This is part of the energy that we are deeply releasing and reprogramming, and we're doing it in the higher realms. We're doing it in a spiritual energy field, but we're also feeling it at a personal individual level. And so Neptune and Pisces always wants us to go higher and to detach 
to detach even more. So Neptune in Pisces moving from 20 to 25 degrees in your chart has been showing you how you handle letting go how you're able to basically get closer to spirit, to co-create with the divine, how you can trust the surrender, trust the void. And this can be hard some days. This can be harder than what you expect at times. This is where it can even feel like you don't have any answers and you're just floating in the abyss. So with Neptune and Pisces, we're learning more about our spiritual connections, our spiritual practices, how we can go to them regularly and often. I also feel like this Neptune and Pisces is revealing more about our internal emotional process, what you need to do to truly honor what you're feeling, how things leave your life even when you don't want them to, how it can be confusing and overwhelming, and then where you go energetically to move through these situations. So this Neptune in Pisces is where we're learning to allow energies to continually dissolve. And I mentioned how it's connected to the crown chakra. And it would also be helpful here to do anything with the violet flame of transmutation to work with something that you feel deeply attached to, or if there's emotional energies or imprints that you're stuck in, where you basically do a meditation or work with the violet flame of transmutation to let it go, to release yourself from whatever you feel is holding you hostage or keeping you captive, maybe to a feeling, an experience, a situation, a person. This is where you can work with your spiritual tools to move the energy. Neptune in Pisces is not fast moving. It's a slow process. It's an ongoing process. It can feel like it drags on and you're tired and you're done with this lesson. It can feel like you're really worn out in this part of your life, in this part of your chart. And that's where we then tap into that higher octave energy of Venus. We go into the higher octave of Neptune that reminds us to be compassionate to ourselves, to be loving, to be kind. And that's in fact where you're going to also feel the energetics of your higher self. There was also a bigger focus on this Neptune in Pisces this year when it had a rare conjunction with Jupiter in Pisces in April. And we talked a lot about that, about how they were meeting up at 23 degrees of Pisces. And this was a huge amplification of these particular themes. It could have been something that you felt moving through you that supported you in a feeling, a spiritual growth, an area of tapping into these Pisces energies for yourself. Because when Jupiter enters the scene, Jupiter brings in assistance, also spiritual protection. There could have also been an opening with the crown chakra energies. There could have been a sense of really tapping into more of your own intuition, your messages, your spiritual team, and really feeling a deeper connection. The conjunction with Jupiter and Neptune and Pisces also assisted us in letting go, closing out chapters, revealing what needs to end. And so when you look back on April, there could have been something that came up to your awareness or something you were feeling or sensing that you then had to work through 
after the conjunction occurred, meaning there could have been something that the universe was revealing to you or showing to you. And then the rest of the year was about that unraveling, dissolving, allowing it to flow away or flow out. So there was a lot of Pisces energies, especially earlier this year when we also had transiting Jupiter and Pisces, then the conjunction with Jupiter and Neptune and Pisces. And as we close out 2022, you can look back at what you were moving through in this part of your astrology chart that was assisting you in these Pisces themes of completion, letting go, being gentle with yourself, allowing yourself to flow and trust a process even more, stepping out of our ego, detaching from the desire to know. I've got to know what happens next. And that isn't the case with these strong Pisces themes. In fact, we're often in a place of not knowing and just practicing being open. So as 2022 comes to an end, this could be good to look at how you are navigating through these Pisces waters as we will be moving through even more Pisces themes into 2023. And then the final outer planet that we will take a look at here is Pluto in Capricorn, which started the year at nearly 26 degrees of Capricorn and moved to 28 degrees of Capricorn, where it stationed retrograde the end of April. And this Pluto energy was also activating the USA Pluto return, which is at 27 degrees of Capricorn retrograde. And this Pluto energy often shows us what is really done and complete. There is destruction with Pluto. There are permanent endings. And all of this is revealing what is no longer energetically sustainable, where there is no longer alignment, where something has served its purpose and we're meant to keep evolving forward. But first, things must die. There is a literal or figurative death with Pluto energies. There is a sense too of no going back. And this Pluto energy is going to continue to cover 27 and 28 degrees of Capricorn into 2023, but will no longer return to 25 or 26 degrees of Capricorn. Pluto often covers only two or three degrees in a calendar year. It is the slowest moving outer planet and it really requires us to deep dive into our psyche to look at how we are operating, what motivates us, what drives us, what's happening in the depths of our subconscious. Pluto in Capricorn is revealing as well the power structures, the institutions, the governments, the bigger authorities in our world and what is not in alignment with a higher truth. And this is part of what we're witnessing. These are the energies that are being destroyed and collapsing as well as being removed. Pluto moves slowly, as I said, and so this is an ongoing long-term renovation. Pluto in Capricorn brings about permanent endings that can be very uncomfortable, that can stir up a lot of angst, that can really actually activate more of our internal turmoil, and we can find ourselves in some power struggles, looking for control. How do I maintain my own authority in this matter? 
and Pluto will push us into new parts of ourselves. And that happens by going into more of ourselves that we haven't seen before. So if you have been moving through a big Pluto transit this year, then Pluto has been pulling you into its underworld so that you can see more of your own unconscious programming. Pluto in Capricorn also reveals to us where we're here to step into more of our authority, more of our power, more of our mastery that could even be areas of life that you have been working with through multiple lifetimes. And so this Pluto energy really challenges us, really brings us into more of our fears. And that's often the case with a Pluto transit into a new degree point. And so here in 2022, Pluto moved to 28 degrees of Capricorn, which is new territory and turf. And if you have planets or points at 28 degrees of Capricorn, 28 degrees of the earth signs of Taurus or Virgo, or even 28 degrees of the cardinal signs, the cardinal signs are Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn, then there would have been an initiation into your own underworld in some capacity. And this is also a good heads up if you have planets or points at 29 degrees or even zero degrees of the fixed signs as Pluto moves into that new territory in 2023 and you will begin an initiation cycle into more of your own underworld. And Pluto is an energy that we can consciously work with and consciously observe in ourselves. It can also reveal our more unconscious shadow energies. It can reveal where we have been on a loop. We've been stuck. We've been in certain patterns that we thought served us, that we thought were part of our power, were part of what we needed to maintain. But Pluto does not maintain. Pluto destroys so there can be a regeneration process. There is something that must end and be complete so that it can be rebuilt in stronger energies and firmer ground. So with the Pluto transits of 2022, there would have been parts of your chart or parts of your energy that were undergoing some underground work pulling you into more of your own truth. And that is one of the guiding forces of Pluto is that it wants you to connect with more of your own truth, your own power, but it's a rocky road. It's not an easy path. There's that angst, that turmoil, that emotional intensity that Pluto stirs up. It can bring you down to meet your fears and you could be meeting those fears in a new way or for the first time in your life and then you're searching for ways to work with those fears, to get a hold of them, to allow them to perhaps disintegrate or be evolved into a new form of personal expression. This is where Pluto in Capricorn has been revealing our own subconscious energies, our own subconscious fears. Now, these energies are going to be the strongest for you if you have been moving through a Pluto transit of some kind. And so this might not apply to you. 
And in fact, that's something to be aware of with each of these outer planets is that because they move so slowly, it could be that they work with you really intensely during certain phases of your life. And then it could feel like they're not interacting with you as much simply because they're not making direct contact in your natal astrology chart with your own personal planets or astrology points. So know that this is where the energies are quite individual for each of us. And Pluto reveals your soul growth in this lifetime, what you agreed to look at and face, what you decided would be worth moving through and understanding about your full energy. Pluto in Capricorn is also here to show you your gifts in the world. Capricorn is about what we contribute to the world at large. And in our modern world, we know that through our jobs, our professions, our career track, as how we show up, as how we're here to use our skill set in an office or in some capacity that not only performs a function, but allows us to receive payment for our talents and our gifts to understand how this is part of the give and receive energy that we engage in in the world. And so the Pluto and Capricorn energies could be showing you what is done on your career path, where you no longer want to show up, what you're not interested in anymore. This could be an understanding of I'm done with this industry. I'm done with this job. I don't want this to be my career anymore. This energy has been strong since 2009, which is when Pluto first entered Capricorn. And now it's moving through the final degrees of Capricorn. So there's things that we've been realizing since 2009 about our gifts, how we're here to show up in the world, contribute, how we're here to do something that we enjoy, that really embodies our energy and allows us to step further into our mastery. So Pluto and Capricorn brings about job changes, brings about shifts in your profession where there could have been something you thought you'd be doing for a very long time, but the energy on the planet is so big that maybe you've had messages that this isn't the path for me anymore. And in fact, many light workers, star seeds, and healers are stepping more into their soul path, their soul mission, really getting into alignment with your mastery that you've actually accumulated across lifetimes. And that is one of the gifts of this Pluto in Capricorn is that it's returning you to what you're already an expert at, what you've already developed across multiple lifetimes that you can now use and apply in this lifetime in this reality. And so there could have been some times this year that you really came face to face with a truth, a truth about your gifts and your skills, a truth about what you really want to invest in because you know it is where your energy lies and where your energy is designed to be recognized. So Pluto in Capricorn is basically redirecting many people onto their truer path, onto more of who they are at a soul level and how they can honor that and use those gifts in their daily life, in your profession, in your career, how you can make a difference, make an impact in the world that really matters, especially because it's connected to your innate power. 
part of the Pluto destruction is that it removes any energies or frequencies that aren't deeply connected to your natural frequency state. The energy of Pluto says this is not who you really are. This is no longer your truth. You were playing a role or you were involved in a lot of conditioning or programming. Now it's time to dismantle all of that, destroy all of that. No longer give that energy. Don't feed that monster anymore. Rather, turn your energy and attention to the truth of who you are. And that alone can bring up fears. That can bring up fears around being your authentic self. That can bring up fears around how you make money or get a salary in the world. That can bring up fears that reveal more of how you've structured your life and if it's stable. Is this going to pay off? Is this something I can trust? Well, on the planet at this time, because the energies are so much clearer and because the vibration on the planet is rising up, there's even more opportunities now for you to really honor the truth of who you are, the depths of who you are. Simply look at your life path since 2009 and what have you realized about your professional abilities? the work you want to do, what really matters to you in this life. That is Pluto in Capricorn working with us at a collective level as well as digging in to our own individual frequencies and asking us to truly honor the gifts and mastery that you've accumulated across multiple lifetimes and to let you know that it's safe to be in this power. So there's a return to power is what I'm feeling here, especially as Pluto will complete its journey in Capricorn in 2024. So we have a few more years of Pluto in Capricorn. Then it moves fully into Aquarius, opens up a whole new can of worms. We really embark into new territory when Pluto moves into Aquarius. But when you look back on this year, What were you moving through? What fears were you facing? What was emotionally stirring within you? And now as we move into the following year, know that Pluto will come back and work with 27, 28, and 29 degrees of Capricorn. And this is the energy of completion, really understanding your own power, the power to look at those fears, the power to stand in your truth, and also to be aware of how you can call forth other energies from other lifetimes that support you in this area of your authentic self. Pluto is the higher octave of Mars. And so when we think about Mars as the body, your motivation, your desires, how you go for what you want, Pluto being the higher octave of that actually dismantles and takes apart anything that's too ego focused, anything that doesn't serve the collective because Pluto's viewpoint is on a bigger picture. It's how you use your power in a way that benefits humanity, that honors the collective, whereas that Mars energy can be too self-involved or have a shorter focus of a timeline, meaning that Mars can be like, okay, I've got to reach this goal 
by the end of the month. Well, Pluto has a much bigger timeline that it is looking at. And so the higher octave here of Mars is rising you out of just this one timeline. Pluto lifts us out of our immediate desires, our immediate sense of self. And Pluto wants you to awaken to the bigger picture of who you've been across multiple lifetimes, how your energy is big and vast and has participated in multiple stories and multiple experiences across all your lifetimes. And Pluto is an ongoing evolutionary journey that will actually give that Mars more momentum and energy to do what it needs to do in this current reality. So with this higher octave of Pluto and Capricorn, we're understanding more of our soul mastery. We're understanding more of what we're here to develop, learn, and grow in this reality, as well as how we are working with influences from other lifetimes, as well as facing fears that maybe have traveled with us across multiple lifetimes. So we have a few more years before we complete this focus on Pluto and Capricorn. And this could be a time to make sure that you're really listening to what your soul desires. You're really aware of your gifts, your authenticity, your power, and how you can move more into the truth of who you are and to show up with strength in yourself. And this is one of the intentions of Pluto is the energy of empowerment. Empowerment through regeneration. Empowerment through ongoing transformation. And that as you allow things to die, to be permanently removed, to no longer be a part of your energy field, that is part of our ongoing evolution as we move through this human experience. So again, the energies of 2022 are individual for each of us, depending on how the transiting planets have been working with you this year. And that's how astrology comes alive. That's how you understand what you're moving through. The lessons, the themes, the cycles is through understanding how these transiting planets are working with you in your own chart, as well as revealing parts of yourself and parts of your world that are moving through some bigger life changes. So in 2022, Uranus and Taurus moved between 10 and 18 degrees of Taurus. Neptune and Pisces moved between 20 and 25 degrees of Pisces. And Pluto and Capricorn moved between 26 and 28 degrees of Capricorn. So these would be places in your chart to look at to understand what each transiting planet was opening up for you, revealing, offering, how it was guiding you forward. And then, of course, the journey continues into 2023. If you haven't done so yet, be sure and check out my 2023 Soul Growth Astrology Program, which gives you a heads up on all the main energies of the year ahead. We look at the retrogrades, including Mercury retrograde and the very powerful Venus retrograde that's coming up. 
We're going to have the nodes of fate change signs in 2023. We're going to see Saturn and Pluto both change signs in March. And then we're also going to have eclipses in four different parts of your chart. So 2023, huge astrology, very big year on the planet. And I do this program for you so that you can have a heads up so that you can work with your astrology chart even more. You can become a better astrologer for yourself and you can see how these energies are highlighting particular themes in your world as we move forward. So please check out that program. You can still get it on sale until the end of December when you use coupon code HELLO2023. The link is below the podcast. So as always, thank you so much for joining me. I'll be back on Wednesday for another podcast episode where we discuss the weekly energies. And then I will have a podcast episode for you next Monday, December 26th. I am keeping my schedule here over the holidays. I'm not taking any time off from the podcast. So I will keep it going. I'll be back every Monday and Wednesday. And you can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online where I have all of my current astrology programs and offerings. Wishing you a beautiful final weeks of this year, and I look forward to connecting with you again very soon. Take good care.